Heard. Connecting parents to connected children. Founder, Diane Parrish, sponsored by Nexus Enfield. Welcome to the Heard podcast called Heard It Through the Grapevine. My name is Aisha Adil, CEO of Family Based Solutions. Today's guests are Liz Sorton, experienced youth coach and trainer, founder of Youth Coach Liz, and Courtney Brown, founder and CEO of Father to Father. This episode is called Supporting Our Children Through School Transitions. Thank you for joining us, uh, Liz and Liz Sorton and Courtney Brown on the Herd podcast. Um, and today we're going to be talking about transitioning. So transitioning mm. from primary to secondary, secondary to college, sixth form, maybe from one class to, to another class. So you're from year five to year six, from year nine to year 10, because that's a big jump. Um, and before we do that, I just want to kind of clarify, because transition into another class or, or whatever it might be can mean something different to other people. So, Liz, can I start with you? What does transition in terms of education um, mean and look like to you? Well, I hear a lot um, that, you know, sometimes we as parents say, oh, going to big school, you know, when, when children suddenly go into, into primary or even transition from primary to secondary, it, it's, it's, a, it's a school. It's another step in their education. It might be also... Uh, moving sets in a particular subject. So it might be that your child has um, improved their their skills. And so they're moving out of one set where they have established friends and a teacher. And perhaps they're moving into a different set to have more kind of stretching, you know, stuff that challenges them. Um, So that might be another transition. And obviously there may be, you may be moving to a new school in the middle of the year. So you might, um, you know, your family might have moved. So whereas at the start of the year, there's a bit of settling in, isn't it, that the teachers put on activities for everyone to get to know each other, to know where they are in the school, how to get everywhere, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, So transition might be that you're, you know, it's in the middle of the year. So you may be the only new person in in your year. Um, I work a lot with um, young people trying to decide what to do after they leave school. You know, are they staying on? Are they going to go into an apprenticeship? What do they want to do? Do they want to go out and just um, get a job and start earning money? So those are the transitions that I come across in my work as a coach. So those are the sort of transitions I'd be thinking about. What about Courtney? No, no, 100%. That's the same when I speak, when I hear transition, it is I look at primary school to secondary school, year nines to year 10, all of those key um, areas in your education. So from, you know, year 11 going into college, from college to university. So when I hear transition, that's exactly what I look at. Um, and, and actually there is an, a, I wouldn't, they don't call it transition, but I look at it as transition, um, what they call managed moves. Mm. Yeah, transition from one school or managed move from one school to another school. And, 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 and also how does that impact the young person? Because obviously you're leaving us, you're, you're, you're going from primary school to secondary school. So you've been in this school all the, all the, all for like six years, you know, up to year six. And then all of a sudden you're making this big leap and you're losing some of your friends because they may have gone to different schools and it's a it's 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 madness for some of our young people anxiety kicks in and all of those things you know 
and then you know they hear stories about you know the secondary school and you know I remember a couple of years ago one one year six thought that um heard that you know the, the students the big students flush their heads down the toilet so all of that's going in in, in there so yes it's 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 it's, it's a minefield when wow. you're do they that. still say that? They oh, said yeah. that back in my day. God exactly. knows how many years ago. That was 30 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, they still say that. That's why I'm, uh, yeah, that's really got me. Wow. Yeah. They haven't come up with anything new. Nah. Um, I mean, who is it more difficult for, do you guys think? Because I know it's difficult for the kids, but what about the parents when, they're, when they know that their children are going to be moving from primary to secondary, for example? Um, what does that look like for parents? Depending on um, whether you've been involved in your school um, at all with regards to, you know, sort of parent, you know, if you've been attending events and you've been volunteering your time, you know, to raise money, you're moving away from your support group as a parent as well. You know, somebody that you could ring up, you know, thinking, oh, God, this is just really hard. What school are you going? What schools are you putting down? I actually had a, a call last night um, from my daughter's school and we were all sitting uh, listening to, um, you know, choosing schools for our children, what the process is. And so we were all there and it was all, I could I could have told you who the parents would be on the call because not everybody is able to attend due to work. You know, some people um, don't get involved in things. They, you know, they don't want to get involved in stuff to do with education um, for whatever reason. Um, but there's always, you know, it was proactive parents who were there. But I wanted to hear what the schools were saying to me as a parent of my daughter going through from primary to secondary. You know, I wanted to have the information. So, you know, transition is moving, you know, it's almost like you have to make new friends as well <laughs> as a parent. Because at secondary, I did a really interesting talk at a, a secondary school online for 40 parents. And the funny thing was nice. the PTA actually had um, got me in to do um, a, a talk about managing um, sort of change as, you know, for your child, but also for yourself as a parent. Also had um, an opportunity for the parents to meet each other in breakout rooms. Because obviously when your child goes to secondary, you're not dropping them at the school gate. Not standing around able to talk anyway with other parents at the moment due to restrictions about don't don't stand around chatting because we get moved on as parents. And I so I think you don't get so much of an opportunity to meet your child's friends' parents. Whereas you know, secondary they're independently traveling, they don't need you so much as a parent, they need you in a different way. So yeah, making some new sort of parent friends as well. You know, so that you know you you know the parents of your child's friends, so that you know where they live, you know their first name, you've got their contact number on your phone, so that you, you're starting to relationship build with the important people in your child's life as well. You know their friends' parents. Yeah, and that's that's really really important um, for so many reasons. But Courtney, why do you think, in, from your view, why do you think it's important for parents to be quite active with their child's school and have a good relationship with them? Um, it's very important, you know. Um, how can I put it? It's, it's, it's like, you know, when, you, when you're going on a holiday, yeah, and you're booking your holiday, 
and you want to know that the hotel is a five-star hotel if it's got this and it's got that and you're you're doing you're doing your thorough work on for that holiday it's the same thing parents have to do for their child going into school because that's where your child's going to be for the next five years so you need to be involved you need to be engaged there's going to be you know there's so much different things that can happen in secondary school than a primary school you know, and, and and so homeschool communication is paramount. You know, um, you know, it's about understanding the policies. I, you know, as you know, I was in a secondary school, you know, and, and I dealt with transition. And, you know, I could never understand the fact that, and maybe they didn't read the policies, but obviously you signed the contract to come into the school. So then I, I could never understand that, you know, now we've got a parent in year eight who didn't want to abide by the school's policies around uniform. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So did you actually read the whole policy, behaviour policy and everything before you went to check, before you put your child in that school? Because they're not going to change the policy for one person now. So you have to be, you have to check out everything like you would check out a holiday or if you're, you're doing your MOT on your car. It's, it's so you have to invest in your child's um, education, the parent evenings, be there, speak to the teachers, you know, um, find and, and, you know, um, find out what support you can get, but you can get to be able to support your child through the education. Because because that was the other thing that I, I used to put on for parents, you know, and it was parents that were acting like, how do we navigate, you know, the class charts where they can find out the behavior incidences you know because school's busy so you know you would get the call from the, the the teachers but if you've got access to the the school website or the school app that's your responsibility to go on there and check it out and if you're not sure how to do it contact the school who can then you know facilitate a way of you navigating in it um especially when you're going in from your child is leaving year six to year seven it's things like traveling to school you know, you have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare yourself. So, you know, checking out the travel route, you know, maybe, you know, going out there with your child before they've gone into year seven to check out the travel route and make sure they're secure with the travel. Money, money is a big thing in the secondary schools because, you know, you give your child um, their allowance, you know, half the time the, 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 your child, the student is spending the money on sweets. <laughs> seriously I, i've had parents I've, I've, I've seen it you know um leaving school because obviously punctuality is a key thing in schools as well so you know have they got the are, are they traveling to school got enough time to travel to school all of these things you know um again policy check out the policy the bullying policy you know um Yes, yeah, it's, 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 you have to be involved. Arts questions, arts questions, you know, arts questions and be involved in the school. I hope so, I... so do your research. Do your research on do that school. Do your research, yeah. And, and my 12-year-old my has just transitioned, mid-year transitioned mm. from one school to another. And yeah, yeah, I did exactly what you said, Paul. Need did the route. This is what time yeah. you need to leave home. This is what yeah. time I expect you in my office. That's right got the app so I can follow That's her so right. I can keep her safe but also um liaising with the new staff hi yeah. this is me I'm her mum 100% just so you know anything you know if there's any glitches with the transition let me know and actually yeah. becoming 
having that relationship with the staff yeah. can only benefit your children. 100%. So Liz, having a relationship with staff, especially new members of staff, so if your child's in year six, for example, and, you move, and they're moving over to year seven, and you have your own anxieties as a parent, having that relationship, how might that benefit the child? I think, you know, depending on how you have felt about your perhaps your own educational journey, mm. because that does impact how we sometimes um, behave in our children's education, doesn't it? If perhaps we felt that it hasn't been helpful or it's not been up to the standards that you had hoped or perhaps you weren't academic, perhaps you came away with not much education at all. Um, Thinking about, you know, supporting your child and their sort of journey, sometimes we do have to put ourselves aside um, and really focus on what our children need from us as their parents. You know, do they need us to be, you know, making sure that, you know, if there's a parent's WhatsApp to put reminders out, that's helpful. You know, how can we help our child so they're not stressed out because they've forgotten something? You know, I've got quite an organised daughter. Clearly, um, some of the WhatsApp messages from my daughter's school, which is run by parents, not everybody is like that. I don't want her worrying because I've forgotten something. So I, I make sure that I make a note in my diary. I have like a family calendar so that I know if it's an art day or it's own clothes day or they've got a trip or there's money that needs to go in or a form. So I think... Managing the transition so she doesn't have to worry about that. She just turns up and I've done some of the admin so that mm. she can just be present. And I don't mm -hmm. want her because, you know, it's a non-uniform day and she's gone in uniform. Or it's a trip and she hasn't got the right stuff because that's my responsibility as a parent. So I want to manage that for her so that she can just enjoy the, you know, the, the activity. And, you know, I, I've put some things in place to help myself as a parent to remember the things that are, that are helpful for her so that she can just get, get on and enjoy, you know, the lesson or the activity or the trip. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. 100. 100. And, and Courtney, these WhatsApp groups, so when, I, when my daughter started um, at primary school, and it, again, it was a mid-year transition, but... I was invited to a WhatsApp group uh, where all the mums are on this WhatsApp group. Why is it, do you think, that we're excluding dads? Well, I was going to say, I'm not but on... How can I'm, we get dads more I'm involved I'm not on this? any WhatsApp group. My wife's on the WhatsApp groups. I, I don't um, get involved I mean, would in it, would it, would, but, but would it be beneficial yeah. to your children yeah. if you were involved... In those, I mean, you know, in those, there can be a bit of a nuisance, I've got to say, but yeah. if you were also involved in those. I think, I mean, for, 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 for this household, yeah, and obviously different households, because my wife's involved in the WhatsApp group, that's where we can communicate with each other. I'm very much involved with the direct school. So the, the the teachers and the head teachers and that. So that's that's where my thing. But 100%, you know, any communication, lines of communication is very beneficial for any, everybody. Because then you get to know, you know, like I said, my wife's there. She gets to know who those friends are and, you know, what type of friends that our son's around and so forth. I'm not saying we're going to dictate to him, but we, we need to be aware 
of this. And then obviously, you know, even up to the other day, I, I, I walked and um, got my son from his friend's house where he was at a party, you know, and, and, and so forth and, and that. Now, the, it, it's funny because I'm actually doing a piece of work at the moment in, in getting dads involved in education. But I think it goes back to what Liz was talking about, experience of education. Yeah. What was your experience with a secondary school? Was you permanently excluded? Was you bullied? What was your experience? Did you, do you get what I'm saying? So there's all of that. There's the, obviously, and then, you know, because I've, again, I've worked, you know, I've worked in secondary, you know, mums and dads, dads that I've, be, I've spoken to on the phone, you know, Mr. Brown, um, you know, I'm working shifts. I can't make. So, you know, so that's why I always say there's a two way thing. And that's what I was when I worked in my school, I, I, you know, I had a great head teacher and I said, look, we talk. We, sometimes. The schools and I'm not speaking badly of schools, but I have to speak about this policies alienate the parents, if that makes sense, in terms of why couldn't you know, why couldn't sometimes, you know, Okay, now we've got COVID's happened. We're we're able to use so um the um your Zoom or Teams now to have parents evenings, but that's only because of COVID. Yeah, now a lot more parents are are able to access parent evenings straight from their home because now oh yeah we can organize that in the morning or after school you know seven o'clock at night and do you get what I'm saying? So sometimes we I feel that sometimes the not all the time but sometimes some of the policies that schools have can alienate some of the parents because the parents are working you know they've got two or three jobs that they have to provide for the child provide for their home so you know some of the suggestions is that we used to have meet up with the parents on a Saturday when they're not when they're more free to come into the school you know um but it is all about communication, letting the school know that actually I do want to be involved, but can we, you know, um, can we arrange it for another day? And then it's then it's down to the school to say, actually, you know, yeah, we can arrange it for mm. another day. You have to have that communication. I think that's the key. Stay communicate, stay in communication with the school. Um, so that's what I've, you know, I've tried working with dads on in, in regards to being in communication school. Okay, we can't do it on that day. Can you do it on this day, uh, and 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 moving it forward there. Um, me myself, um, you know, I, I I I left the education system to be able to be there for transition for my son. If I'll be honest with you, I I wanted to be there through his transition from year six to seven, and also see him progress in because that's the other thing don't just when they've got into secondary school don't think oh my god that's it they're big people now no see all the way through I believe that's when they leave you need you even more more now yeah and that's what I wanted to do with my son I wanted to be there or, or up to year 11 know that he, you know that his dad's involved mm. in his education and, that, and, that, and actually you, you hit something that I wanted to touch upon because there are a lot, a lot of parents where their kids do go to big school now mm. that they do forget that, you know, because I, I have heard quite a few times, but you're in secondary school now, you shouldn't be yeah. acting that way. Yeah. 
But actually, they're also children. They're 11, 12, yeah. 13, growing yeah. up and finding themselves. Yeah. And again, it goes back to, you know, self-reflecting, looking at yourself and who you yeah. are. Yeah. Um, I've seen, Aisha, I'm not, I'm, 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 I get it. I understand it. It's, it's, there's stresses out there. But I'm, I'm telling you, because I've worked in the secondary school, I've had students speak to me that they resent sometimes their siblings because they've not had no freedom. Am I making sense? So they've got to go to school. They want to get involved in an activity. However, they have to go and pick up their children, their siblings from primary mm. school. And they started, and again, so now they've started resenting and all of that's held up inside them. So anger starts playing out because they can't speak to mom and dad about it because mom and dad may say, listen, look, <laughs> just do it. So it goes back to the discussion, you know, um, the mm. last podcast we was talking about listening and acknowledging and actually they need our support because there's a lot going on for them. Mm, absolutely. And, and for the parents who are also yeah. tra- going through the transition of, of, of being a parent to a child moving on to a secondary school. Exactly. And so our parenting also needs to be kind of moving along with that change and change. Yeah. You can't stop it. Change is inevitable. One hundred percent. So let, let's say, Liz, that we have, for example, a, a an eleven year old girl starting or a boy starting school in September, and come August, he wakes up one morning or she wakes up one morning, like, <gasps> I don't want to go. I'm scared. Um, and you know the anxiety kicks in, and they've got tummy aches, and I don't want to wear the uniform, and I want to go back to primary school where they felt safe with a couple of members of staff. They didn't really have to move around too much, and it's quite daunting to them. And they haven't seen their friends in a few weeks. Um, what what could parents do to alleviate that stress and that anxiety from their children? Because them feeling that way is pretty normal for some. But how can parents influence their children to make them feel better? Well, perhaps we just need to check in on ourselves. You know, how are we talking about the next step? You know, because sometimes we can accidentally uh, create this, create the situation ourselves by how we're talking about it. We can, we can stress out our children by how we are talking mm. about something. And before we know it, there's a, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what's happened here? We've, we've created that situation. Um, Perhaps, you know, starting to think about, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, planning routes. Have they got the uniform? You know, have they chosen, like, the bag? Are they going to choose, you know, are they going to have, like, a school lunch? Are they going to have, like, a cat lunch every day? Could you do the route? Could you actually do the route? Um, It's going to happen whether they worry about it or whether they don't. Yeah. So... You know, sometimes just by being, acknowledging the fact that you understand that they're a little bit worried, it's perfectly natural. What can we do to make it a bit easier for you? What would you like us to do? And, you know, sometimes our children tell us um, how we can help and support them if we just ask them that question. What would you like to do? Well, what can I do to help you? What, what you know, what's going to be really helpful? What's going to be something I shouldn't do that's going to be really unhelpful for you? Because they need, you know, whose responsibility is it for them to get to school on time in secondary? The number of times when I was working in schools, oh, your mum didn't wake me up. It's like, um, hold on a minute. Whose responsibility is it to get yeah. you out of yeah. the morning? 
oh, well, I was late. I didn't have had a shower, so I didn't have any breakfast. Okay, so um, what time do you need to leave in the morning? Oh, well, I missed my bus. What bus number is that? And what time were you supposed to be on the bus stop? And it's very easy to blame everybody else and not take yeah. personal responsibility. And so yeah. really for me, the work I do with my young clients in transition, it's about empowering them to take responsibility for themselves. You know, it's their responsibility to make sure that people don't turn over their bag when they come in after mm-hmm. school, in, put their rugby kit, sports kit in the wash, put it in mm-hmm. so that it's clean, put it in the wash basket so that mum or dad knows that it needs to go in. Mm-hmm. So that it's not, well my, well, my kit's not clean. Where is it? Oh, it's still in my, still in my bag. Are you talking about my daughter here? Because it sounds so familiar. Is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, it's about them taking responsibility for themselves yeah, because absolutely. we have to change our parenting. Whereas mm-hmm. before we've done a lot of things for them and yeah. that might have been our role as a parent. In transition from primary to secondary, it's about empowering them to take responsibility for themselves and asking them how we can help them. And, 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 and you know, they might have to fail a couple of times. If they've forgotten something, are you the parent that runs into school, drops it in a reception? Or are you the sort of parent saying, oh, okay. And can I take the lesson from that? You know, mm. are you, so we also need, to, there's a cause and effect, isn't there? If you forget something or if you're late, might have to do a detention mm-hmm. and if we can't do everything for them and because that's not our role as a parent because we they sometimes need to fail themselves to think oh well I just overslept and yeah I'm really hungry now and I yeah I forgot my PE kit okay but they need to, to understand that that mum or dad might not be always there to take yeah. something to school for them one hundred percent is that. If they if they forget their book on the if they forget their bag on the bus, whose responsibility is that? Well, um, yeah. Can you check the seat before you leave on the bus? You know, another time, or if yeah. you've lost your portfolio, whose responsibility is to make sure that that comes back into the house and that you don't leave it somewhere? So the, so the transition um, can actually start from year five because it's that one hundred percent. That's six yeah. weeks window is too short. So when Gosh. they hit year five, yeah. that's yeah. when you can start. 100. You know, planting those little seeds, giving them a little bit more responsibility, having conversations about when, you know, the future focused conversations when you are mm. in secondary school yeah. and you are traveling independently. What yeah. might that look like and how would you yeah. keep yourself safe? So don't yeah. leave it till last minute. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm telling you, my son, he's been. As soon as he gets in, your clothes are hung up, ready, so we can find it in the morning. Now, it's get, we're getting to that stage is actually, no, we're not preparing it in the morning now. You're preparing, preparing the night before. Your bag is the night before. Preparation, preparation, preparation. That's what I've started speaking to him about. He's, <laughs> the funny thing is this, he, he left his school jumper. Um, this was the third time. So the first time, said, all right then, you know. Second time, third time, I'm like, nah. Nah, let me tell you something. If that school jumper doesn't come back home with you yet all the time, don't speak to me about the computer. 
don't speak to me about the computer. That's your responsibility to remember that. Because trust me, they always remembered about going on the computer. You told them they can go on computer at six o'clock. <laughs> Five to six, they're reminding you that they can go on the computer. Do you remember six. you said six said o'clock? Six o'clock, exactly. <laughs> but you can't remember your school jumper. Actually, your school jumper is more important than the computer. So you know what? Remember your school jumper. Have to. Have to, have to. You have to start preparing them. And that's the thing. I've seen young people come into secondary schools, yeah, and they're not prepared. So actually, that, that's a nice, that's a nice, um, we can, we can summarise on that then, couldn't we? Because we are, at, again, at the very end of the podcast. Can you believe it? That went by really, really quick. But, you know, in, in a few sentences, guys, what advice would you give to parents who have children in year five or even in year six starting in, in you know, what, in August? Prepare, 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 prepare. Yeah. Find out, find out from the school that they're going to, if, if, if you know, or even if, you know, there's, I'm sure Liz will have got, the, you know, the information, that's basic things your children need to know when they're going to say, start preparing for that. Start preparing for that. I mean, you know, little plug here. That's what we do in Boy Genius. Because I've come from a secondary school, yeah. The boys that we're, we're mentoring and, and, and doing leadership program from five and six. The first thing I'm saying to, to my mentors is that we're preparing them for secondary school as well. Punctuality, uniform, looking clean, shoes. Eh, prepare, prepare, prepare them for secondary school. And it's not even just for secondary school. It's for after school, university, work life, being an entrepreneur. All of these are key soft skills. Mm. Yeah, that will see them through life. And this That's is just right. the beginning yeah. of those preparations, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Liz? Any, any last thoughts um, from you? Um, perhaps think about what you could um, encourage your child to take more responsibility for. Maybe step back a little as a parent. I'm not talking about, you know, keeping them safe and all that sort of thing. I'm just talking about, is there other things that they could start doing for themselves? Like, you know, you know, putting their stuff away, mm. setting it out, making sure they put their water bottle up, you know, got their hand sanitizer, that you know, it's going to be wet. Have they got their coat? You know, um, what can they do for themselves and, and take a step back? Although you may just want to go in and do it all for them, so that you leave on time. And but mm. you know, think about the the benefit for them to take more responsibility at a younger age. So it's going to ultimately help you and the rest of the family because it it kind of affects other people in the family, doesn't it? If somebody's yeah. starting to do then they, they'll positively influence somebody else in the family. Think, oh, I can start doing that. Or oh, actually, I could put my shoes up out of the way so he trips mm. over them. Or, um, yeah, I could easily put my coat up rather than just put it on the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, it, they children can influence each other, can't they, in, in home, in a positive direction or a negative direction. So if everyone is trying to, it's almost like being a team at home. What do we need to do so that we're not all falling out and having an argument in the morning and everyone feeling upset before, you know, because someone shouted. Yeah. There's people running late, people being late. For, before you know it, everyone's had a bit of an upset and everyone's trying to settle into work and school and college with an upset. What can you do to kind of, you know, be more of a team at home so that everybody gets off to school in a great attitude with everything that they need? 
Um, you know, homework in the bag is already done. You know, notes have been signed by parents. They're in the right clothes if it's an art day or if it's a school trip, they've got cut lunch. So it's they're more like being like a team. And, you know, a team at home and um, all pulling together for the, for the best of everyone in the family. So prepare, prepare, prepare and teamwork. Yep. And, and giving children responsibility for for that transition and what that looks like for them in little baby steps and start that from as early as an age as you possibly can. Don't wait till last minute. Yeah. They're capable of doing a lot more than we give them credit for sometimes as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So if we step back, give them an opportunity to step up and step into responsibility, it boosts their confidence. It makes them feel great. So and it's less things for us to do. Absolutely. Most Absolutely. importantly. Yeah. That's the most important part of this. Yeah. Uh, but but thank you again, Liz and Courtney, two fabulous uh, guests on the Herd podcast today. And for, for everybody uh, listening to this, I hope it was useful, especially at this time where your children may be transitioning to a secondary school or um, into a college, maybe. Um, or into primary school, the same applies, the same advice applies from us. So do tune in on uh, Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Herd Enfield and on Facebook, Facebook, uh, Facebook um, at Herd Enfield. Please do tune in and keep up with our podcast. They are very, very useful, full of information um, and with fantastic guests such as with Liz and Courtney. So for now, it's goodbye from us. Thank you. Thanks, Alicia. Thank you, Herd. Thank you. Thank you, Herd. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.